I want to say welcome to everyone. And um, let's start with a little sit, uh, say 10 minutes, and um, then we'll start.
the road chant together. Vast is the robe of liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teacher, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Vast is the robe of liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Vast is the robe of liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. I feel like I, I'm not looking at you guys, so I'm gonna roll around here better so I can see you. There we go. Um, so I wanna say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever pertains to you, wherever you are right now. And welcome to, to Inquiry. Um, Flint, I believe, will be back next week. Um, so I'm, I'm filling in for today. Um, so what I'd like to do today is something a little bit different. I would like to invite you on a journey with me. And instead of talking about uh, some of our teachings, our boundlessness and emptiness and no self interconnection, I, uh, I'd like to have us experience it. So we're going to be using the body to um, experience some of these things, hopefully. And um, I'll be doing that through shifting. And I've been doing a lot of teaching on that recently. And what I'm referring to is a book by um, Locke Kelly, who's a non-dual teacher. And he talks about shifting into freedom. And so I was going to do that. We'll all do it together. And um, then we'll probably do a little exercise and then we'll, there'll be time for questions or, you know, whatever. So <clears throat> uh, this, this technique, um, it goes as follows. So uh, we, Sit comfortably, get yourself comfortable, and then uh, just to set, it's like in meditation, set a gaze in front of you, um, a soft gaze, not looking down like we do usually in meditation, but just looking straight out, but not looking, it's not looking, it's, um, it's just a gaze, uh, it's, it's not fixing on anything particularly, it's just looking out. So we start there. And first of all, we're going to work with the ordinary mind. I'm going to talk about that for just a minute. So uh, as most of you know already, the ordinary mind is a wonderful thing. However, it limits us in, uh, a lot. And how it limits us is, um, if we think about it, um, we look we, this body, this self, 
looks through our eyes and we look out at the world and automatically there's a separation between this self and everything out there. So that's what the mind does really well. It separates things, categorizes them, and then from that we form opinions and judgments, we do analysis, and this is important for a lot of activities, but when we're talking about um, such things, the inconceivable things such as um, no self or boundlessness or emptiness, it's not very helpful because it's dividing things up. So what we want to do is kind of circumvent the mind. The mind, usually because we refer, our awareness refers to our mind a lot. We, we, we go to the mind for our identity so often. That's what the mind is all the time doing. Oh yes, identity. This is who I am. And this is the way things are. So we want to kind of circumvent that. So the next step is dropping our awareness, dropping it down below the neck, and you can go straight into the, the heart if you like. Um, for open, we're going to go in for open-hearted awareness, or we drop into the belly, which is another kind of awareness, but awareness nonetheless. Or we can actually locate awareness anyway, but we'll just make it simple and say just drop it down below the neck, either in the heart or in the belly. So uh, then we will, what we're going to do is consider, again, I'm going to go back to the ordinary mind for a moment, um, a representation of how the mind, ordinary mind works. I kind of look at it as, as looking at things with our hands up around. So we just have what's in view straight ahead of us. We have limited view. So if one were to put their hands up there, you might feel what, that, what that's like. It feels like anybody can try it and see what that's like. And um, does anybody, oh, Jessica, what do you notice? I notice that I can't see uh, in my periphery vision at all. Mm -hmm. uh, a much more limited ability to see. Yeah. It's like having blinders on. It's very limited. To me, it feels very claustrophobic as well. There's not much space. You've got to turn your head to, to see anything. So then as we begin to shift our awareness out, we're going to expand our awareness slowly out. It's not so much about periphery view, because we're not looking, but it's just about expanding the awareness just slowly out say to here, and then notice what that feels like as opposed to here. So right away, you'll probably notice, Maria, since you did it, you're muted. Yeah, it, there's just like, a, it's almost like a bit of tension relaxes and there's a bit more space. I feel a bit more spacious. Yeah, so this is where we're headed to more spaciousness. So we notice a little more spaciousness here. We can, we can, we're more of aware of the space has started to get bigger. And then we, we pop out a little bit more just slowly and notice 
what that's like. And that is even more spacious. For me, it gets easier to breathe. And I'm not really looking at what's in front of me, but I do, I'm aware. You know, this start to tune in to the body, and the body is aware, has so much intuitive intelligence. It starts to give us information. So awareness is expanded on a lot of different levels. And then we can pop out even further. And we notice there's a difference here too. It's even more spacious. Even more spacious. And there are less, noticing things less. I mean, I'm not noticing them as things so much. I guess that's what I want to say. So it's starting to feel a little bit, feeling the boundlessness, even of being right here, right now. And as we go out further, that increases. So this is the basic shift, the shift into awareness, the shift into freedom. So from this place, we can go to, if you have a picture of the sky, either it's, have awareness of sky, either you can, um, if you're near a window, or even if you're not, you're acquainted with sky. And just put your awareness on sky. And what do you notice there? So um, I'll give you my experience because I'm not really interacting here. But um, so when I'm shifted out and I'm with sky, I do see things. I see a bird flying through the air. And I realize automatically that sky is a narrow, limited word that doesn't really say what sky is. It's like sky is a whole universe unto itself, full of things flying through it, the sun, the warmth of the sun coming down, flowing through it, an airplane, with people in it are part of the sky, albeit temporarily, perhaps. The sound of the engine comes through down through the sky. It's its own universe, boundless universe, the sky. And where does it stop? How high is it? How low is it? Are we part of the sky? So we can be part of the sky, be with the sky for a moment. And what is that like? 
So why don't we just take five minutes and be with sky, sky mind. Sky mind, sky mind that has wind, sky mind that has hot and cold moving through, all kinds of weather. All kinds of things, butterflies and dragonflies and mosquitoes and all universes, all part of the sky. Can you see yourself in sky? Are you part of sky?
Oh my gosh, what happened to the time? Is it really 1256? <laughs> oh jeez, I'm so sorry. I thought, <laughs> I didn't think any time went by. Oops, okay, so we better um, come back from sky for a moment. <laughs> and um, we've got a couple of minutes, five minutes for, or a couple of minutes for any questions. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Lori, it's okay. I think we actually end at 1.30, so you're all good. Oh, shoot! Thank you. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay, so that's good. We're right where we need to be now. Okay, so now instead of the abrupt come back from sky, we <laughs> can come back slowly. <laughs> and I'd, I'd like to, um, I'm curious about other people's experience, if they had any sort of experience of the sky. Um, and um, yeah, and then if anybody wants to jump off into something else, that's okay too. Um, could, could I have the whole, uh, yeah, that's great. Thank you. Okay, Jeanette. So, um, first of all, I wanted to call it Sky Heart or Sky Body, because every time I thought mind, I'd snap back into my head. Yeah. And so I was really, when I opened out all the way and I stayed there, it was, I wasn't able to stay there all the time, but at the, there was one moment where my chest just started um, feeling just this immense compassion for everything. It was really moving. I almost wanted to cry. It was, it was really something special. Yeah, you dropped into your heart. Yeah. It's Open heart awareness. Yeah. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Rosemary. Yes, I had different um, sections to it. I'll see what I can. I mean, I still feel I'm a little bit there. So um, I was um, experiencing um, the generosity of the sky, thinking of the air that it provides. And, and I, so there was a lot of, um, I think in the first uh, shifting that we did, I was feeling a lot of um, uh, connection um, as I shifted out and, um, yeah, so then um, it felt um, very light and buoyant. So that was um, another feeling. Um, and the generosity without the um, realization of its gener of what it gives. Mm. It was, um, but it was quite a um, quite a nurturing feeling and the original shifting was um restful and calm 
That was something else that I got from the original one. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, there's I don't see anybody else that's raising your hand. So, um, the reason, uh, I've, I've gotten into this, um, this particular technique and why I like it is, um, uh, well, part of it is just, wonderful to for even just have a glimpse of this idea of, of boundlessness and and the compassion and um, support that we have all around us just to appreciate that and sometimes it's hard for uh for me i forget that so it's really nice to to dip into it and 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 remember and it's also uh, a lovely place to come from in dealing, <clears throat> dealing with other difficult situations or different, uh, maybe working with difficult people you might have difficulties with, um, because the, I've noticed that the opinions drop away, so I can just deal in the moment and not have not be charged up about something. So that's what's really lovely about it too. So. Uh, so yeah, that's why I've been particularly studying it and teaching it so much recently because I think it's a really nice, nice practice. <clears throat> ah, Maria. There we go. Hi, yeah, <clears throat> it, just, it just reminded me of something that Flint said about there's always a piece behind the tangled display. And I think for me, as I was shifting and, and thinking about, I was imagining the sky because it's quite dark here. So I was kind of imagining myself sat in my yard and looking at the sky. And there's something about how it kind of takes me from this outline of my ordinary self and my ordinary mind and all my caught, up, caught upness. And I know that if I sit in my yard and, and look at the sky and just shift, that all that kind of drops away and I can feel the spaces in between all the caught upness, all the tangledness and I, the oxygen gets, it, it allows the oxygen to get round and I can pay attention to the space and just be with everything else without being caught up, just observe it and see it. And like you were talking about, offer it compassion and just be gentle with it rather than this, you know, caught upness, that's uh, there's no space or oxygen for anything so it was just lovely just to feel the air the space between everything and to just let go to just let go in that in that space and and feel the tensions in my body begin to release you know the headache the little pressure on the sides of my head and my jaw began to relax and it's like almost letting go of all the the thoughts and everything that then cause all the tension. So it was like a letting go of thoughts, but then the bodily tensions released as well. They followed. And then, like you said, it was like an easier breathing, like a, a more relaxed space. So yeah, it was a really wonderful experience. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it's like that you make your container much bigger. So those issues that are, you know, a tangle, it's like you can you can deal with it. You can hold. You know, you can see it and, and not be overwhelmed by it. 
because it's in a bigger container. Yeah, it's like you're coming from a different place within yourself. You're not coming from that ordinary caught up mind where it's just all frantic or panic. It's like you're coming from a different a different place where there is more space. And like you said, where the container is much bigger. You know, it's like Flint says, is it, do you, how do you know the practice is working? Because the container's getting bigger. And that's how that feels, isn't it? When you shift, it's like and it can happen automatically. It's like if you just... I do it quite often. I mean, I've talked to you about, you know, whenever I make a cup of tea, I shift, mm. you know, and it's and, and how amazing that is to use something like that or stepping out your front door or stepping into the car. It's like to actually recognize if, if I, I use the, I've got so, it's become a habit now to shift at those points and how I can recognize just how I'm here, you know, because I've shifted. I, I, oh yeah, I was here you know and it's such a different space to to live from yeah you know so different you know from the the ordinary sort of caught upness so much more spacious and the release it's like almost like a release like ah it's like i arrive into the space Mm -hmm. like i'm actually here now because i was caught up somewhere in a story or my thoughts and it's like shifting just kind of helps me to just arrive yeah. like to keep remembering to shift i, I keep arriving more mm-hmm. fully yeah it's like you're fully fully present yeah yeah i think we have sheila up there Sheila, how are you you're you're muted am i am i muted are you okay you're good ma'am okay um I was just going to share that I rented that I bought, what am I doing? I'm renting the two rooms in this assisted living because of the two great big windows that they have that look out on the courtyard. So that's why I rented these two rooms and they're the most, the windows are the most wonderful thing. And every morning when I get up, I, I dress and to go to breakfast and um, I wear sunglasses because of macular degeneration. So I need to put on sunglasses to go outside and go through the courtyard to another door that has an automatic opening to go into the breakfast. And then I come back that way. But when I go out in the morning, the first thing I do, of course, for me at least it's of course, is (laughs) to look up to the sky and see the clouds. I don't think anybody's mentioned clouds yet. Mm-hmm. Mentioned hot and cold and wind and so forth, but the clouds just fascinate me and they're always different and they're always changing. And and the water, as a chemist, I know the little water molecules and atoms and quarks that are even smaller and not even things that are not things, they're energy. And that all of that that I'm looking at and all that movement and all that spaciousness is energy. And so it makes me want to die that way. I want to go up in those clouds. Then I had a TV show the other afternoon, the other day, that was very scientific about how far does our atmosphere go. And it doesn't go very far. And then, then after you get outside of that atmosphere, it's no thingness. And so, and I just still believe in energy. I still believe in vibrations. So 
I, I just want to die that way. I just want to go that way and just keep going into energy and vibrations. And it might be music, music vibrations. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it might be harmony vibrations that I can harmonize with the little vibration over here and the little vibration over here. And then go back into the no thingness. Anyway, that's my fantasy and that's my spaciousness. And I just love it every morning. It's always different. Thank you so much, Sheila. That's lovely, just lovely. I used to have this practice whenever I left the Zendo in the morning, I would look up at the sky because it was light by then. And I'd look up and yeah, it's always changing. It's always amazing. Get lost in those clouds. Thank you, Shiva. Rosemary. So I, I wanted to, I, I had a kind of a rough morning um, before getting here all to do with um, time uh, moving on and, you know, my retirement, you know, it's, it's like, I think I'm going to be a different person on January 1st, obviously not true, but there are things shifting in me and, you know, because of this decision I've made. And um, so when I, I got, I was here like five minutes early before, um, signing on and um, I thought, okay, I'm gonna take these five minutes to shift and see what happens. So um, the focus, the local focus was my fear. And um, I began to shift out and um, what shifted was the past kind of receding more at my awareness. Let's look my awareness of the past was it's obviously it's there. It's always going to be there. But my awareness in that that moment was shifting further away. And the present moment was coming forward and expanding. And yeah, so that was that was <laughs> such a relief. So it's an example, I guess, of using it as an intervention you know, when things are really rough. Um, and I'm not sure if it was then or during the 10 minute sit that we did before uh, you talked about shifting. Mm -hmm. Then at some point, um, I, you know, maybe I was still shifting. I don't know, but um, it's like a drug in a way. <laughs> um, then um, the, um, the largeness of the present moment as it was unfolding was, um, you know, becoming um, like this garden and lovely things and, and just unfolding and unfolding. And then it became, it must have been during the 10 minutes because the whole group was included in this now because everybody's garden was like unfolding and it was like the myriad gardens just, you know, and so the, and then I came back, you know, to um, the place that the past has and but it was in more within a more vigorous present moment, I guess you could say. Mm, it's really lovely. Yeah, it, it, it was so helpful. So yeah. helpful. 
Thanks yeah. so much for the teaching. Yeah, like that. It's again that container, and it's so astounding what how much difference that makes and how we deal with things with something you still see it and you still feel it, but it's it's just diminished in size. It's to a manageable size. Yeah, the the perspective shifts. Perspective shifts. That's what this is all about. Perspective shift. It's like you know you can. I've said this before. You can look at um, you can look at your problem with your head against the problem that's up against the wall, and you have your head against it, and you can't see anything but it. But as you start to move away from it, you begin to get perspective. There's more space around it. It's kind of like that. I mean, we're just adding space, or you know, seeing the space that's there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And then it really helped with the fear which has not that much to do with today and everything to do with conditioning and history exactly yeah yeah so yeah it helped a lot so thank you for the teaching Nelda. hi hi so thank you. You know how much I love doing this practice. <laughs> I completely just melt into it. And um, my my I I I will try to describe it because it's con fairly consistent every time, and I like it very much. And I actually wish we had three or four hours so that I could stay in the later development of it longer what happens with me when I shift is uh you know first I'll do the connection to body but then I'll do connection to awareness and then I'll connect to the awareness that is outside of me um and the beautiful part about it is that I can create a visual for you but that visual doesn't even exist because the visual is that body falls away. It's my awareness. Actually, you've seen those movies where someone sees a reflection of themselves, but it's and they but it's not a reflection. It's themselves, and they are putting their their touching hands that same mirror person. But there's there's no physicality touching. I, I don't I don't know how else to, to say it. So when body falls away and this, whatever this is, becomes aware of another awareness and there's no physicality, it's just an amazing space, is all I can say. It's an amazing place to be. Yeah. It's it's interesting too. Uh, um, it's like well. Uh, my understanding it's all awareness mm -hmm. it's all awareness and so it's awareness meeting itself it just takes me so long to get there that i probably had i don't know i, I there's no time either so i can't tell you how much time i had in that space but it felt like it took so much longer just you know go down that road and then end up in that space and and then I heard Lori say, oh, <laughs> well, time's up. <laughs> and I thought, oh, it's 
so I'll come back to it at another time. Sorry about that. It's all good. I've gone way over time. <laughs> Me and time, we have, we have, yeah. Now, thank you, Lori, for bringing this again. You're welcome. Lori, I actually have a question. If it's okay for me to come to the seat with you. I don't, I don't see you. It's, it's me. Oh, okay. I see you. <laughs> yes. My question is around, um, so something that I notice about myself and, you know, practices that I've done over the years is that I, I, I'm actually really good at being really, really expansive. Um, and I'm not sure that that's a, I've learned a lot uh, over time about how that, that might be even informed by some past trauma and stuff like that. Um, but for me, the challenge is being in the body and remaining in the body. And I, I've recently heard a, um, a, a line to a song that I love very much. And um, the, the very beginning, he says, how are you going to get free this time? Falling into a blue sky mind. And then uh. the chorus over and over is in and through the body. It's in and through the body. And so my question is Ill, terribly formulated, but it's, it's something around, yeah, it's, Maybe you can sense my question. I'm having a hard time with words about it, but it's something around um, how do we include everything or or, um, or maybe just naming the, the practice that I have of staying with my body and and how does that um, how does that fit in with shifting? Okay, it's a good question. Um, so, Yeah. So before we started, for example, um, you know, over the years, I think I've gotten more and more better at being in my body. For a long time, I, I cut it off, you know, so I wasn't aware of a lot of things. Um, and over time, and, and uh, just a regular practice, I've started getting it. So, so now, um, I'm aware of when we started, for example, I was very much aware of the heat in my hands. And I could feel, you know, it was just, it was you know, like nervousness or a little bit of anxiety. So I could feel that very strongly in my body. Um, and yet, it seems like when I shift, I am not aware of that. It's like it doesn't, it's, I'm not anxious then. Um, so I'm not sure uh, 
because the anxiety, I'm not aware of the anxiety. It just doesn't, I don't feel that because I don't know, I don't feel it. That doesn't help you any. Um, nonetheless, you're using your body. You're using it through the senses. And you can pay attention to what, what your body's aware of. That you can do for sure. Are you aware of the warmth of the sun? Are you aware of the cold? Are you aware of the breeze? You, you can be aware of these sensations for sure. Um, I, I don't, I don't feel the same. I don't feel the same stuff as I do as if I were sitting, for example, you know, pre this, I, I just don't feel it. Um, because I don't, I'm not anxious anymore. I'm relaxed, but, um, but you can notice things. You can notice the bodily sensations. Do you have any sensations while it's going on with Skyline? Um, yeah, and, and so what happened for me was really curious and interesting because I looked at Maria and I saw her sky, which is dark, and my sky, which is bright outside my window. And then I instantly felt connected to Maria and to the one, the one sky that is. Yeah. Um, and um, so how did you know you felt connection? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a warmth in my heart around the connection yeah yeah um, it may just require a very subtle you know subtle stuff to pay attention to mm -hmm. yeah that's your expansive mode because i don't yeah okay thank you Lori. that's cool. it's my provisional answer <laughs> we'll keep the discussion going <laughs> make one adjustment here. Everybody is uh, on top of you, so I need to move this there. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And, and thank you very much, Jessica, for uh, bringing up the difficulties with things that might um, I mean, certainly, certainly for me, I've had dissociation as a factor in my past and it was one of the reasons I was avoiding meditation because the, much of what I ran into when I was younger was about transcendental meditation and so on and so on in a way that that I you know I just couldn't I couldn't do it I I really couldn't do it and I did have one experience once when I was at the ocean and visiting with some seals uh, where I chose to uh, 
to explore uh, meditation. And I did have that, but when I, when I came out of meditation, I had no memory of it at all. Mm. And uh, I felt like I'd had a really nice rest. You know, it's sort of like a really, a really uh, quick vacation kind of thing. Uh, but I couldn't see the point of it. Uh, so I just sort of went ahead and went, well, okay, that's not something I'm doing. And then when I started having a, a Qigong practice um, that is, you know, all, all together about, about uh, movement in the body, um, that was when I first began to have a real meditation experience as well. But it was, you know, while, while I was moving and that I, that my, but that my mind was in a meditational, that's different a little bit. I mean, it's different than, than ours, um, but it's, it's the same too, uh, or it's, it's, Combining them is more of it, or something like that, uh, where where you have mindfulness and bodyfulness. Uh, that um, and and so I I kind of had that experience with the shift thing too. Was was that it's um, I'm I'm not well sure. It's something that I want to explore a little bit more, but. But um, but I think that it's something that that each of us have our different ways in some ways. I mean, I know they say, okay, there's these forms and these forms, and there's these techniques and these techniques. But I think that each of us resonate from where we are and have been uh, differently, yeah. and and that exploring them uh, gives us more information. Uh, and and uh, often often does give us a wider perspective altogether, uh, but that uh, it's 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 not something that each of us experience in the same way. I guess. That's right. Yeah, and and some things resonate, as you said. But some things resonate for some people, and other people, it's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm also glad you, you named the disassociation. That's something um, I, I don't want to advocate at all, disassociation. That's not a healthy thing at all. You've got this um, includes awareness, awareness of what's going on in the present moment. Um, well, and I think the fact that we're coming to it through the practice we have and have been nourishing. Um, is that awareness of the moment is the essential part of it all. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so of course, this is something that, you know, I mean, like, I guess it was Rosemary or somebody anyway said about it. It's, it's almost like a drug. There are ways that we can invite things that, that do shift our bodily chemistry mm. that can be useful but we also need to stay continually aware of it and intend to invite it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's 
That's absolutely true about any any sort of um, meditation or any of these techniques within it. Um, they, um, there are people that can misuse this kind of stuff. Um, and that's one of the reasons that uh, in Apamara in general, um, there's, you hear Peggy, Bill Peggy Flint say, um, be wary of altered states. And I, um, or, yeah, altered states. There's another way that they talk about it. But anyway, that's what they're talking about. I don't consider this really um, altered because I don't, I don't see it like maybe slightly altered in the way that your perception is different, but it's not, um, there's the awareness component so that you're not just blindly feeling something or, you know, out of this world sort of thing without being aware of what's, what's going on at the same time. But, but the whole idea of, and, and it's, you know, in the chants and so on as well, the whole idea of our mind and body falling uh, away from us, you know, or yeah, um, is is a place that I think is confusing for some people. It is to, to even imagine it, and yet it is a wondrous thing when we are there, but with a but with awareness. With awareness, it has to be with awareness. Otherwise, you're just you know, yeah, and it's we not, we, we do all kinds of things that alter our state in many ways. I mean, when we smile, it creates endorphins, and there we are in a slightly different state. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 a good thing. Yeah, but this is part of why we have each other to talk to about it all. Yeah, absolutely. And so I really appreciate you bringing all that up. It's very important side of it. Thank you so much. Thank you. As always. Oh, I think it's time. Back to fast time. I will just do um, one chant and then we're. Oh, Sheila. What? Uh, we got uh, it. Just a quickie. The moment okay. when you realized your time was up, I challenge everybody to process their state and their shift in that moment when you suddenly brought us back. Yeah. What is that? And what is that like in your life? And what is that about? Okay. Thank you. Caught in the self-centered dream, only suffering, holding the self-centered thoughts, exactly the dream. Each moment, life as it is, the only teacher, being just this moment, compassion's way. Caught in the self-centered dream, only suffering, holding the self-centered thoughts, exactly the dream. Each moment, life as it is, the only teacher, being just this moment, compassion's way. Caught in the self-centered dream, only suffering, Holding the self-centered thoughts, exactly the dream. Each moment, life as it is, the only teacher. Being just this moment, compassion's way. Thank you, everyone.
Thank you so much, Laurie. What a wonderful conversation. Thanks everyone for being here with us. Um, if you'd like to make a contribution to Appamata, you may do so on the website at appamata.org backslash contributions. And that um, goes directly to our programs, facilities, and our wonderful teachers like Lori. Uh, so every bit helps. Thank you all. And Maria, are you?